0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe. Ich wart seit Wochen auf diesen Tag und tanz vor Freude über den Asphalt. Als wär's sein Rhythmus, als Gäb's ein Lied. Immer weiter durch die
1: Straßen zieht. Hello and welcome to Gegenpressing, the Bundesliga Podcast. This is the preview show brought to you in association with Get German Football News. I'm Manu Fet, Stefan Biankowski. And Stefan, I made you sure to actually get Get German football news in there right away because sometimes we neglect it and overlook it. But how are you doing?
2: Yes, we're really, really bad at this whole professional podcasting mm. business, aren't we? we? We often forget all sorts of easy things. We forget sponsors, we forget advertisements, we forget... <laughs> Sometimes we don't even do the, uh, the preview or the introduction to the show properly, as our listeners will know. But yes, besides all that, I'm doing very, very well. Uh, looking forward to some crazy, bonkers football this weekend, as if... German football wasn't already crazy enough. There's all sorts of stories that seem to just be erupting around us. It kind of just feels like that point in the season where everyone's just kind of losing
1: their head. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um there, there's a there, there's a ton going on. And it is it's a bit of a mixed mixed match day this week, um Stefan. Um so lots to discuss. No obvious big games either, although I think there is a few that we do need to highlight. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, we should probably get stuck into it, um, after this break. So after we mention our sponsor, because we didn't forget. (laughs) This episode of the gig pressing podcast is brought to you by bet online bet online remains your number one source for all your college basketball betting this season. Get analysis of every play prop and point at bet online. You'll find the latest odds bracket contests, team matchups, and Game Trends at BetOnline. Updated odds for everything from live games, the conference championship, right through the Final Four and championship game. BetOnline is your college basketball headquarters this season. Head to the website today or use the mobile device to sign up and receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Be sure to use your promo code Believe, B-L-E-A-V, BLEAV, to receive your bonus betonline.ag where the game starts. All right, so the the match day kicks off with um, Schalke against Hertha. That's actually my match of the week right away, Stefan. I know I picked a Friday fixture. I can't believe I did it. Um, I'm only giving some of our listeners and readers uh, 12 hours to digest all of this because this comes out on Friday morning um, North American time, right? So but Here I am. I'm a cruel person by uh, making everyone read through this as quickly as possible. Um, there's a few obvious reasons why I picked this. Um, it's, it's a huge, huge, huge fixture in the relegation battle, right? Um, this is 17th against 18th. I think the loser of this game can probably start planning for the second division. Um, obviously, still early, we, won't, we still will have six matches left, but the gap starts to increase significantly if you don't get anything from this game. Um, So that already makes it quite a big fixture. For Hertha fans, this is a derby uh, or a uh, rivalry, Stefan. And it is one of the weirdest rivalries in German football because Hertha fans hate Schalke. They hate them so much that they don't even mention the city name Gelsenkirchen. You reverse the whole thing, though. Schalke probably doesn't even know Hertha exists or their fans. (laughs) Just one of the funniest stories in German football.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Do Do you want to maybe just explain why Hertha fans hate Schalke so much?
1: So I did some research on this and they don't actually know. (laughs) <laughs> it goes back to several fixtures and something in the 70s and 80s. And um, and then it was just passed on. And uh, there's actually a great Elf Freund article on this in German where they interview a bunch of Hertha fans and they all point out that they hate Schalke and that they don't mention the name Gelsenkirchen. And then they, in the same article, went to Gelsenkirchen, where Schalke are based in, and they asked people about why they hate Hertha and they were, what? We don't hate Hertha. We don't even know any of their fans. We've never even spoken to a Hertha fan. I don't even know any Hertha fans. We have zero rivalry with them. So it's it's really yeah. bizarre. It's one of the most bizarre stories, uh, fan rivalries in the world. So Hertha fans are going to probably unfold all sorts of things and uh, try to make this as much as a rivalry as possible. Um, while yeah. Schalke fans will just be hoping for three points um yeah <laughs> just, well you can un-
2: you can understand why Schalke amazing. aren't that you can understand why Schalke aren't that interested about a club in Berlin because they've obviously they're one half of one of <laughs> yeah. the biggest derbies in Germany in, in German football I mean a few yeah. weeks ago I was at the Bayern Dortmund game and I was on a train full of Dortmund fans and you know rather than sing about Bayern Because, you know, international audiences would probably think Dortmund have some sort of rivalry with Bayern because they're the kind of perceived two big clubs. But Mm. just about every chant that Dortmund fans sing is about how much they hate Schalke, which, you know, as it should be because of the historic rivals. Uh, But you can then flip that around and obviously Schalke Schalke could walk through the Berlin capital and every song they sing will probably be about Dortmund. They don't care about Hertha.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's often the case of that, right? Like, that's perceived rivalry as well. Um, Bayern fans still sing songs about 1860, even though they're two divisions away. Um, and like that song, Münchens wahre Liebe, is actually a response to a commercial slogan 1860 brought out, which was in, came out in the late, early 2000s and called 1860 Münchens echte Liebe, right? So, <laughs> he's, yeah, um, I think... You know, there's always these perceived rivalries, um, and this is maybe one where Hertha tried to build one artificially, and it seems to have at least worked one-sided. Um, but Stefan, this is a big game in in terms of the relegation battle, and I actually went for a two-one Hertha win here. Um, I think the, mm. I think unfortunately for Schalke, and I want them to stay in the league. Um, don't get me wrong. So if they prove me wrong, I, I'd be more than happy. Because they are a big club, they are one of Germany's three biggest clubs in fact. Um, and I want them to do well because when they do well, the Bundesliga is a better place, but yeah uh, they just seem to be on the ascendancy at the moment. Um, you know, they have the um they have the better run, um you know, picked up a couple points, looked a little bit better. um I just I don't know. My my head just says that Hertha will walk away with three points here. Mm.
2: Yeah, I've I think this is actually going to be a very tight game. Um, Hertha have shown mm-hmm. in recent weeks that they have the capacity to win games. Um, Schalke obviously had that kind of run of undefeated games. I feel like I was maybe a little harsh on them in the main show when I kind of reflected back on the game because even though I thought Schalke were pretty poor, they were also quite unfortunate. I forgot to mention the the penalty that basically won the game for, um, for gosh, who's it? A, a Bo- Not Bochum I'm sorry. I've actually completely just had an absolute Hoffenheim. Of course, sorry. Um, the the penalty that kind of won the game for Hoffenheim or that second goal, um, was. I mean, if anyone watched the game, I know what I'm talking about. The penalty had to be penalty was actually saved, um, but then Farman was deemed to have stepped off his line, which is just, I think I described it as draconian on Twitter because the new rules for goalkeepers are insane. It uh, got retaken, uh, and then the goal, uh, the penalt- second penalty goes in, and that just kind of completely deflated Schalke. So, you know, they put up some fight, but I think on the whole, it was a pretty poor performance. Yeah. Um, but having said that, they are a little better at home. And I actually don't think Hertha are as good as Hoffenheim are. So I've gone for a very narrow 1-0 win for Schalke. I'm maybe still kind of Ooh. leading with my heart here. I don't know. But I feel like Schalke still have enough to kind of maybe not get the better of Hoffenheim. But I think they should be able to get the better of Hertha. So yeah,
1: 1-0. So you say 1-0 for Schalke. I see 2-1 for Hertha. Um, you know, Stefan, we now know that it will end probably end in a 1-1 draw. If you're smart, <laughs> that's what you bet on. <laughs> Listen, if you're right. smart, you
2: bet on the predictions we don't make because we have routinely got this wrong over the course of the season.
1: <laughs> it is, in fairness, it's been pretty hard. Uh, this has been one of the hardest years to predict, especially the, the middle of the table. Um, is, is kind of like all over the place, um, which makes this a great competition to watch. And even at the top where we have a title race, Speaking of the title race, Stefan, Bayern Hoffenheim, that's your match of the week. So I'm going to just let you take it away from here.
2: Yeah, I mean, I feel a bit bad because there's probably more consequential games. Well, you'd think there were more consequential games happening this weekend. You know, uh, Bochum are going to Union. Uh, Werder Bremen have a tricky clash against Freiburg. Um, You know, obviously Stuttgart versus Dortmund should be a tasty affair, but... I feel with all the drama that's been going on around Bayern this week, um, obviously starting with that Man City defeat, what's since happened with Sadio Omani who's now been fined and suspended for this game by the club because of the reported kind of incident between him and Leroy Sane. Um, mm-hmm. I just kind of feel like so much weight has been added to this match. And even though I do think Bayern will win the game, uh, my prediction is actually a 3-2 victory. Um I think it's gonna be quite tough because Hoffenheim have won their last three games. They have looked better in recent weeks. Um they look like a decent outfit now. And yeah, I don't know. I just feel like there's gonna be so many eyeballs on this game, over and above, you know, Bayern's support. Um and that's kinda of why I think it's gonna make such an interesting match. Maybe you know, maybe it's not the fairest lineup. Maybe Bayern might go out and just do a very comprehensive, you know, job on Hoffenheim, but if they don't it's 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 back to kind of you know all all bets off fc hollywood mm. uh, and the circus kind of rumbles on so that's why i'm really intrigued to watch this game just because i think it will be really intriguing to see how Bayern reacts to everything that's happened this week
1: yeah uh i i'm i'm super curious about all of this um the money suspension now right there's all sorts of rumors uh, flying around on Twitter on, on what was said between the two players. Um, I think it's best to just leave it at that. Um, but I'm really curious to see about their response. And I think there needs to be a big response from Bayern Munich. Otherwise, we're all eating popcorn and uh, watching the FC Hollywood sign uh, light up Stefan. Um, but I actually went for a, a big Bayern Munich win here. Um, a 3-0 over Hoffenheim. I, I just feel like this is the sort of match when they when they respond. But also with, of course, the caveat. If they don't, whew, then we're. I mean, then our content is secure for the next few weeks. I tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> as one of our users, uh, listeners accused us of. We would be sitting here with a cigar. <laughs> I know,
2: I know. Well, uh, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see if I'm smoking a cigar on Saturday evening or not. You know what? I hate cigars, so I probably won't. <laughs> I want to point
1: this out. I'm actually really, really neutral. Pretty much, pretty neutral when it comes to um, to Bayern Munich. And over the years, even though I grew up as an 1860 fan, um, Bayern is still the city that represents my. it's the Bayern is still in the city of my my home city? So. You know, I've actually more fondly of Bayern Munich than most people think. Um, My issue is just I want to see a different winner. (laughs) I think even lots of Bayern Munich fans do. So this is not the bias here is not because I hate Bayern Munich because I grew up an 1860 fan. It's really just I want to see an exciting league. Um, It's quite that simple. Um, So here we are. Um, hopefully we'll get some excitement this weekend from this match although I think we both predict that Bayern will win this one um, up next is Leipzig against Augsburg Stefan what do you think of this one
2: yeah you know I've kind of tried to kind of stick up for Augsburg in recent weeks um, you know they are the best team in Bavaria as I like to point out um, See, that is blasphemy that should be not allowed to say <laughs> listen <laughs> They're the only team that seemed to be conducting themselves for some degree of professionalism from Bavaria uh, this week. I'll put it that okay, way. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't know. That defeat to Cologne last weekend just kind of made me think it's taken the wind mm. out of their sails. And I feel like Leipzig, um, contrastingly, maybe have kind of well, I guess they've now got the wind in their sails for a lack of a better expression. After that win over Dortmund in the Pokal, they picked up a decent win against Hertha mid- week, uh, last weekend. So I think it's going to be quite comprehensive. I've gone for a 3-1 win for Leipzig in this game. And uh, yeah, I think Augsburg maybe begin to creep into that relegation race.
1: Yeah, I think so too. I actually went for the exact same result. I also went for a 3-1 uh, Leipzig win here. And I think you're, you're right. Um, there's lots of stories, of course, currently going on. In fairness, talking about conducting themselves with professionalism, there's a lot of stuff going on between Augsburg and Riccardo Pepe. They're talking a lot about each other, <laughs> but not with each other, it seems. That's yeah, very true. <laughs> um, all right. Next up is Köln against Mainz. What's your thoughts here? And I know Mainz is always super tricky.
2: Yeah. Mainz are a club who continue to drive me up the wall, to be perfectly honest with you. They are. My proverbial coupon <laughs> busters, um, in the sense that just when I feel like they're turning things around, um, they kind of just decide that they're going to just, you know, throw a spanner in the works and uh, drop some points, as we kind of saw last weekend, um, against Verder Bremen, um, you know, and I don't know, I just, it just felt they just could not hang on to that lead whatsoever mm-hmm. against Bremen. Um, which felt to me like a pretty straightforward win, but there we go. And as such, um I've gone for a one one draw here against Cologne. Mm. Um I I just kind of feel like I mean Cologne haven't been exactly great recently, but they picked up a decent win against um against Augsburg. They got a draw against Gladbach. Um and I know mines are actually really good on the road this season, so I probably shouldn't be um over in the cologne form but i don't know there's just something that makes me think Cullo- uh, Minds might just drop some points in this game
1: yeah mines have been really good lately um searching up the table um you're right about the verdict Bremen game yet i still think there's maybe just enough in there for them to get a win here um so i went for also a narrow result 2-1 um but we'll see i guess mines is always a tricky one to predict um we of course have one listener and a subscriber, who's a huge minds fan, and tells us to finally pay attention. And every time we do, they they seem to drop points. So here we go, <laughs> see what they do this weekend. Um, anyways, to the other team in the title race, Stefan. Uh, this is Stuttgart against Dortmund. This is a top to bottom clash. We got two of these top to bottom clashes. Right, Bayern facing Hoffenheim, of course. Dortmund facing Stuttgart Um, both these games implications at the top at at the bottom of the table Um, this is could also have been a really good match of the week Stuttgart looking better under Sebastian Hoeneß I just don't I don't know how you feel about it I just sense that Dortmund probably just have too much quality here and that they're going to win this game 3-1 what are your thoughts
2: Yeah, I've gone for a very similar result, actually. I've gone for a 2-1 win for Dortmund. I I, I completely agree with you. This could have very easily been uh, a mm-hmm. game of the week for us because I do think Stuttgart have kind of turned a corner uh, under the new head coach. They picked up a really impressive win against Bochum last weekend. Perhaps, um, you know, the actual the result of the weekend, to be perfectly honest with you. But, um, you know, I think they still have a bit to go before they can kind of prove that they've kind of turned a corner. Um you know we can't really base too much on. I know they got a result in the Pokal, but I was against the team in the second division, so um, can't put too much weight behind that. Similarly, Bochum have kind of looked a little wobbly, but yeah, I think this is going to be a really tight game, and this is going to be a really good test for Dortmund, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, I thought they actually looked very kind of professional. Uh, they seemed far more composed against Union Berlin than we'd seen against Bayern mm-hmm. or Leipzig in the games before that. Uh, and I actually gave Dortmund a lot of credit for that because, you know, Union are one of the most formidable teams in the division. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're only five points behind Dortmund in the league and they're there for a reason. But Dortmund made them look like a pretty ordinary club, uh, club, ordinary team on the day. Um. So, yeah, I think if Dortmund can play like they did against Union last week, then I think they shouldn't have too many problems against the Stuttgart side. But... I always kind of still feel a bit wary when Dortmund go on the roads; They're always capable of kind of dropping points. They don't have that kind of support behind them to kind of drive them on for 90 no. minutes. But yeah, so I think, it's going to, I think they're going to win, but I think it's going to be very tight. So that's why I've gone for a 2-1 win.
0: Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
1: Okay, well, we'll see. Um, that gets us to the Saturday afternoon or evening fixture, rather, the Topspiel, which I don't think is going to be much of a Topspiel, Stefan. Um, Frankfurt... <laughs> Frankfurt hosting Gladbach I mean these are two big names in German football right um and mm. both had the we we both covered both those teams quite a bit in the transfer roundup show um this week as well because they both announced that uh, key players were going to leave so um you should probably check that out but uh, yeah Frankfurt against Gladbach these are two teams that are not in good form um yes Gladbach picked up a week mm. win last week last weekend but um still i just don't i just see kind of i don't see much in this game and i went for a very boring 1-1 draw which probably means we're now going to get fireworks and a huge result but um what are your thoughts here well i
2: can only back that claim because i've also gone for a 1-1 draw um i think it's really interesting the way that frankfurt have just completely turned off yeah um near enough since they kind of dropped out of the Champions League. If you kind of look at their run of form, this is some really interesting stats for you maybe. Over the course of the last five match days, over the course of the last ten match days rather, they're at 12th in the league for points one. Um, Fewer than Augsburg, Schalke, Werder Bremen, Gladbach. Uh, but even if you narrow it down to the last five match days, they're actually in the bottom three. Mm. Um, and they've only picked up three points from five games and it just feels to me like we've seen this maybe maybe not last season but the season before actually maybe it was last season actually because they obviously had that Europa League run yeah. um they just give up I don't know what it is I don't know if it's maybe something to do with Glasner's tactics and, and his exhaustion or something mm. um but they've just completely turned off um and in contrast, Gladbach actually were somewhat impressive actually when they picked up a decent win over Wolfsburg last weekend. So, I I don't know. I feel like there's very little between these two teams right now between a Frankfurt side who seem to just have very little to play for, which is a shame because they're not out of the running for you know a Europa League spot next season. Um, but yeah. I don't know. I feel like this is just going to be quite a a drab game uh, between two teams. I've got very little left to play for. So I've gone for a 1-1 draw.
1: Yeah, my guess is that Frankfurt are probably going to focus on the the DFB Pokal now, right? Um, This happens to them every Mm -hmm. year. That they kind of... They are deep going deep in one of the other competitions and they seem to just focus on that. Which is, of course, a risky game now because if you do not finish in the top six, then... um, you are going to be completely out of any of the big european competitions yes there's the conference league i get it but still um yeah so i don't know um we'll see if maybe frankfurt will prove us all wrong and win the dfb pokal and then we're all gonna have a big party at the at the the, the dfl super cup uh, in august stefan when they host it <laughs> <laughs> against the German champion um <laughs> parading around yet another trophy at the alte Römer uh, in Frankfurt. So we'll see. Um, but it's, it's an interesting phenomenon. Um, I totally agree with you. Every year this team just drops off. Um, and whether it is maybe because it's such an emotional roller coaster that they take their players through, and maybe it's also the turnover, right? Because around this time of the season, they have to deal with um, their top players looking for other clubs, and um, I think that could also be emotionally draining. Uh, it's a, it is maybe you know, yeah maybe something that I have one of us has to dig the dig into and um, present the numbers and could be an interesting post. But um, yeah, let's see how this one plays out. That gets us into the um, Sunday fixtures already, and um, the first Sunday match is Werder Bremen against Freiburg. Look, at some point, Werder Bremen needs to win a game to plan for the next season. (laughs) They're really probably only one win and a draw away from doing so. But God, it's been a snails race for them. And Freiburg, um, yes, they lose to Bayern Munich, narrowly lose to Bayern Munich. I have to add, Um, you know, that ritz o ball goes in. We're probably going to be um, talking about an even bigger mess at at the Sebener Straße. Uh, it didn't, but they're only one point behind uh, Leipzig and only four points behind Union Berlin. And I actually think that Freiburg are not going to go away. Um, I think that they're going to stick in that top four race, Stefan, and I went for a 2-0 win.
2: Yeah, I've also, again, got the exact same result as you, um, which, you know, is, we make jokes about this, but sometimes these results do just kind of stand out yeah. to you. Mm-hmm. Um I think Freiburg kind of looked like they've... I mean, they've had a pretty r- tricky run of it recently, but they've also had some really, um, you know, difficult fixtures. They came up against Mainz and Hertha, two teams picked up two draws from those games. Uh, mm. You know, teams who... I mean, Hertha are obviously fighting for their lives, and so we just kind of talked about how Mainz can obviously turn it on one week to the next. Yeah. And then a very narrow draw to Bayern Munich last weekend. Um. And the only way I can really see Werder Bremen maybe getting something from this game is if we, if Freiburg kind of fall for that kind of classic Bundesliga curse of what happens when you beat Bayern Munich, which is the next three or four match days, you're just absolutely terrible. Um, but, you know, having said that, I do kind of feel like Freiburg are quite decent. We've kind of talked about a lot of the seeds in the sense that we kind of usually know what to do when they come up against teams that they should be beating. Uh but more than anything else, I think Werder Bremen just kinda of look a little lost at the moment. Yeah. Uh, they've only won five or fourteen home games this season. Um their actual run of form right now is pretty dreadful to be honest. And it, there's talk of Phil Krug leaving the club week in, week out. We talked about it in the transfer roundup show this week. Mm. And it just doesn't seem to be a good time for the club at the minute. So I think they'd have to be at their very best to be Freiburg, which I really don't think is going to happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, Union Berlin against Bochum, Stefan, this is going to be fascinating because Bochum, uh, I have to think back about the Union result against Schalke where Union Berlin really struggled, right? Um, it's almost like their side that is at its best when they play against someone who actually likes to play football. And, um, you know, Bochum, I think, is actually not a good opponent for Union Berlin at all. Which is why I went for a 1 1 draw here, which is, of course, has implications in that top four race, right? Um, because it would mm. mean that the likes of Leipzig and Freiburg and maybe Leverkusen, we're going to talk about in a moment, all going to get a step closer. Um, but yeah, what are your thoughts here?
2: Yeah, I can I can completely see your point of view. You know, I do think you're absolutely right in a sense. I think Union do play, play better when teams attack them. Um, but having said that, um, you know, Union's home form this season has still been really, really impressive. They've yet to lose a game at home in the league this season. Uh, the record is actually identical to Bayern Munich's, you know, so that goes some way to kind of showing just how remarkable they've been. Uh, only Dortmund have a better home form, actually. Uh, and Bochum have the second worst away form in the league, so I, th- I totally get what you're saying, and I think it'll be a tough game, but I've gone for a very narrow 2-1 win for Union Berlin, just because I don't think you can look past the fact that one of these teams is at the top of the table and one's at the bottom. Um, and yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they do drop points, but I think everything points them to winning this game.
1: Mm, yeah, interesting. Um, I'm glad that we have some results that are different. Um, <laughs> so... That way we don't sound quite like an echo chamber. And again, we don't tell each other the results that we predict before the show. We have no idea. It just happens that we we tend to (laughs) agree. Um, So we'll see how this one works out. Uh, Wolfsburg against Leverkusen. Uh, I'll let you go here first, Stefan, just so that people don't accuse us of telling each other the results (laughs) (laughs) i think this is probably one of the easiest
2: results to predict this weekend to be honest with you uh wolfsburg Mm -hmm. despite kind of somehow dragging themselves into the top half of the table this season have not been great on at home uh they've kind of been they've been extremely um inconsistent they haven't won any of the last five home games uh Leverkusen have surprisingly been, been quite good on the road. They've got the fourth best uh record on the road this season. And they've just been tremendous um recently. Uh over the course of the last five games, they picked up more points than any team. Over the course of the last ten games, they're fourth. And I think we're finally beginning to see Leverkusen look like the team they should have been mm-hmm. from the very start of the season, you know. And that team are quite capable of beating teams like Wolfsburg comfortably i think so i've gone for a 2-0 win for leverkusen oh, a very comfortable i went for the same um, very proper- <laughs> <laughs> uh, i think you're just i think you're just copying me because you know if you copy all my results i'll never be able to catch up with you <laughs> for the end of the
1: season oh man um, there is um a hockey show that i watch here um with um, Elliot Friedman who's a really really big sports personality in Canada Stefan and he goes on a show um, when on hockey night whenever they make a prediction he goes with a different prediction just because he doesn't want to have the same prediction as the other panelists even though he agrees with their predictions mm. <laughs> so he's wrong all the time <laughs>
2: it's it's an easy thing to do i've been doing that this entire season because you usually make your predictions first and i've got the same thing written down i'm like well i need to put something else for the sake of shaking things up and then you and then your result comes in at the weekend
1: i'm like oh well there we go we should just do that uh for a couple match days just go contrarian and see if that changes anything but i i, yeah, I always i should probably i always should laugh at that because like whenever i listen to that podcast he always says like well i went for a different thing because i just didn't he also like goes notoriously so if someone wins the Stanley cup uh he says like that team will not win the Stanley cup because he's like oh they can't be the same winner even though i think the same team will win it again <laughs> 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 anyways this is a, a brief glimpse into a different culture um <laughs> i don't think we should do that i think we should just go with what we think is right and even if it turns out to be wrong or if it turns out to be the same result i think we should still do our best to predict these matches (laughs) (laughs) anyhow um yeah that wraps this up um match day 28 uh, and that's pretty much out of the prediction of match day 28 um, as always this brought to you in association with catch german football news um, and by our sponsor bet online stefan any final thoughts before we wrap this up and uh, hand over this fantastic match day to our listeners
2: no just hope everyone enjoys it um and as always everyone who subscribes to the show thank you very much and everyone who just listens to the show uh stuck sticks it on once or twice a week um yeah as always just thank you so much for your support i think i say this every week but we do genuinely mean it We, we appreciate the listener numbers just as much as the subscriber numbers um you will do your little bits and parts to keep us going and we do appreciate it so thank yeah, you so much thanks
1: as always to everyone who supports um whether you are a subscriber or not um if you're just listening to that's you know everything helps um we love what we're doing we love this league uh, and this is great fun so yeah enjoy match day 28th uh, i hope it provides more drama um <laughs> and excitement so we'll be back soon with another show until then Auf Wiedersehen. Erleben wir das Beste
0: und kein Ende in sich. Kein Ende in sich.